Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom Man podcast, where our goal is to help equip men to become the people God has called them to be. So before we kick things off with guests and whatnot, I just wanted to lay some groundwork and a foundation moving forward. I think it's super helpful that you just know where I'm coming from because I can have guests on and they can say stuff that I either agree with or disagree with. I'm not going to bring on guests that I agree with every single thing they say because that's not life. That <laughs> Most people in the world do not agree with every single, every single thing that I say. I actually have not met a single person who believes all the same things I do. Um, so you're going to hear people and maybe sometimes you'll hear some stuff that's like, I don't know if I agree with that. The truth is I might not fully agree with it either. I'm bringing on people who in general I think are super helpful and will be helpful to you and have something. So with that, I wanted to lay some groundwork because I just wanted you didn't know where I'm coming from. I wanted to address some of the, man, it's so funny, some of the questions that I faced in starting this podcast. I have never faced so much backlash in things that have been said. It's kind of funny where it's like, I, I don't know. It's so I'm going to address some of them because I think they're valid concerns that some people have. But I'm like, well, I will address it if you have a concern. And this kind of thing is going to be more frequent than maybe on my other podcast. So the Reconstructionist podcast, if you don't know, is a podcast I ran to try to help people who are deconstructing begin reconstructing their faith so that um, they didn't just implode and stop believing in Jesus altogether. And so on that, I usually just interviewed people and I didn't spend a lot of time sharing my opinions. And this podcast is going to be different. Where I'm going to do those interviews and those kinds of things. Um, but I'm also going to do episodes like this where I just share my thoughts or my um, opinions on certain things and just kind of riff. So just so you know, this podcast is going to be a little bit more personal than before because for me and my development as a dude, I needed other dudes being personal, being real, being raw with me in order for me to be challenged, to grow and to be able to relate and honestly just like hear another dude's perspective. So that's going to be something that happens quite a bit. And the fun thing about being on the internet and talking about theology and beliefs is that we aren't static people, that we're on a journey with God. And it's just funny to like, um, and it's funny and scary to say your beliefs or where you're currently at with Jesus into a microphone because you might believe some things. Well, you probably believe some things that are whack that God needs to correct. You might say some things that are wrong that later on you change your mind on. And it's just funny because you can say something into a microphone and either say say the wrong thing and be like, oh, I regret that I said that or I said that in that way, or say something that you just disagree with. Later. You were like, well, I thought that then, but I've matured and I, and I see it a little bit differently now, or et cetera, et cetera. And so I always hate, I like have a love-hate relationship with doing this stuff where I love being able to minister to people through the internet. It's incredible. And I also hate that what I believed at a certain period of time is forever etched in stone on the internet that could be weaponized against me. So with all that, I trust you guys to take this with a grain of salt <laughs> where where it's not like I flip-flop every day, but, but I also trust that there's like grace for my development as a human being being like 25 years old. Um, but with that, I just wanted to dive in first. So what is a man? Um, specifically, my view of what it means to be a man who is a kingdom man. And I think there's a verse that I have found super helpful um, and a verse that a lot of translations change because Paul is saying something that isn't just this. And so some verses, uh, some translations 
change this to be more generic for everybody, which is great. Um, but I'm going to read a more literal translation because I think that for Paul and for Scripture, that this is a good definition of actually biblically what a man is like. And there's a bunch of different things. It's not just this verse, but really quickly, because I could do like hours and hours and hours upon what that means. That's why we're doing an entire podcast on this subject. Um, but really quickly, if I had to just pick one verse that I find super helpful, it's been super helpful to me. It's this one. It's in First Corinthians 16, and it's verses 13 to 14. I'm going to read this from the NASB. Uh, if you don't know, the NASB on like a scale of more like word-for-word translations versus like thought-for-thought, both are great and have different utilizations that are super helpful. Thought-for-thought is super helpful and actually understanding what did the author of scripture probably mean here and try to convey. And then word for word is like, what is the best English word that can match the Greek or Hebrew word that's being said? And so I'm going to using a more literal translation that's giving us words that match close to what the Greek actually says here in this passage, just so you know, because you might have a translation that's like, it doesn't say that. That's because it's just doing more thought for thought, whatever. Uh, moving on, <laughs> let's read this verse together. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 to 14. Paul says, be on alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. This is coming to the end of, of, of the letter of Corinthians. So he, this is in a chunk of his conclusion, he's doing all these things and like telling him all this stuff. And it's all kind of like semantic stuff where it's like, ah, oh, uh, Greek, blah, blah, blah. Talk to so-and-so. Oh, this guy wanted to visit you. And now he's not visiting you. And then he says this, he just like gives this little chunk. And for me, um, I read that verse act like man, which is what it, it literally says there. And I look at the surrounding verse. And I'm like, man, this is what it means to actually be a kingdom man. It's not about like driving a truck or shooting a gun or doing whatever, being like aggressive or, or, or whatever. And actually being a man of God is about these core things. And of course, there's so much more to expand on it, but these are some of the core things of what it means. It means to be on the alert, Meaning that <laughs> you are ready. Jesus talks all the time about being ready, staying alert, being ready for his second coming, because it could come at any moment. It could come while I'm recording this right now, and I don't even have a chance to upload it. It could come in five minutes from when you're listening to this. It could come in 50 years. It could come in 500 years, 5,000 years. But we're supposed to continually stay on alert, meaning we don't fall asleep. Real men who are who are a part of the kingdom don't don't fall asleep they don't get lazy in their faith and go well I, I can just I can just sleep for a little bit I can rest I don't really need to take my faith that seriously because um, Jesus has been gone for 2,000 years and he's probably gonna be gone for a bit more so I can just chill and I'll worry about it when I'm closer to death that that's not what a kingdom man does a kingdom man stays on alert he stays serious he takes the things of God seriously and he doesn't just sit around and coast hoping that Jesus doesn't show up too early. Um, and I think that's super important for us because I think if we're honest that a lot of us struggle with this, it is so easy to just turn on the TV, scroll your phone, play video games, coast through life, do the nine to five and not be serious, to be alert, to be ready for Jesus's coming again and to be prepping yourself and your life and th those around you and cultivating, joining God in the renewal of all things now. And you can just, push it off and wait it off. And, 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 and I think that all of us, I think that one of the reasons a lot of you guys are listening to this is you're sick of doing that and you're ready for change. So that's number one, kingdom man is on alert. Number two, Paul says, stand firm 
in the faith. A kingdom man is not someone who gets tossed about by by the waves. Jesus talks about that 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 real faith is not getting tossed like to and fro by different <laughs> teachings and theology and ideas and whatever that it's standing firm in the faith that you have confidence in the rock that is Jesus, that you put your faith in him and you don't shake and you don't waver. That's what it means. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that you never struggle, that you never doubt? No, that's not what it means. But it means that when you doubt, when you struggle, you know that you can put your confidence in Jesus, that that he is the solid rock that you can stand on and build your faith on, that that is actually what it means to be a kingdom man. That, 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 that it's not about just being tossed back and forth by the world, by society, by different ideologies, by, by different things people tell you you need to be, but actually standing firm on the rock that is Jesus. That's number two. Number three, be strong. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> well, it doesn't mean that you need to go to the gym and like be able to bench press 300 pounds, although that would be pretty awesome. And I would encourage you, hey, uh, physical fitness is a good thing. Um, but it doesn't mean just go lift heavy things. It means to actually be like spiritually strong, that you aren't someone who is spiritually weak, that you aren't someone who is morally weak, who is easily given into temptation. Uh, does that hit some of you? <laughs> who, 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 who easily um, is, 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 is kind of moving away from faith or weakened or when the social pressures are there that, that, that you let go and that you just kind of go with the flow, that you're actually someone who is strong, who stands firm in the faith, who stands for the things of God, who, who is, is building yourself up spiritually to be strong, not just physically, but, but, but spiritually. So spending time in God's word, spending time with God's people, spending time in prayer, with God, that, that those are one of the things that we're called to do. We're called to be strong spiritually, that, that just like how physical strength gives you an ability to lift heavy things, that spiritual strength gives you the ability to be able to be strong in, in, in God and who he is and the things he's called you to, and, and not to be weak, not, not, not to waver, not to be tossed back and forth by the waves, not, not, not to conform to whoever you're around, that you are someone who is strong, that people can rely on, and that you're someone who's like Christ in that way, that Jesus was strong. He just, maybe he could, I mean, there's all those paintings of Jesus with the six-pack abs and the huge chest on the cross. Probably not what he looked like, but Jesus was strong spiritually, that he wasn't someone who, when temptation came, um, when he was in the wilderness, he didn't give in. He 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 fought Satan face to face. But that's what it means to be a kingdom man. That's the third thing. And then lastly, and super important, let all that you do be done in love. You're not a kingdom man if you're not a loving man. If 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 you abuse people, if you um, are full of anger, full of rage, um, if if you are someone who attacks, who puts people down, who belittles them, who makes them feel less than, you're not a kingdom man. You're not, because the God we follow is love, and so if you don't have love, you aren't actually someone who looks like the kind of man God wants you to be. You're not someone who's living into who God designed men to be. That that if you're someone who's one of those people who's thumping the Bible, yelling at people, you're unloving, you're rude, you you mistreat your wife, you mistreat your kids, you mistreat those around you that no one wants to be around you because you're just a horrible, cruel person, you're not a kingdom man. <laughs> that it's time to step up and actually reflect who Jesus was. And that's the thing is all of these things are who Jesus is. 
honestly, that's what it means to be a kingdom man. When you look at what does it mean to be a man of God's kingdom, you have to look at the perfect example, and that's Jesus. Jesus was the second Adam, the second man, the perfect man we were waiting for, and that's who you're supposed to be like. Not that you're supposed to like die on the cross, literally, but that who he is and what he did is what you are supposed to be and do, that you are supposed to be someone who, who stands up for truth. And isn't afraid to, to say, hey, guys, the kingdom of God is near, that I'm on alert, and I know the kingdom of God is near, and I'm ready. And you're also not afraid to say, hey, uh, repent, not to yourself, but also to others, being like, hey, there's a thing God called us to, the way we're living right now. Like, it's not solid. It's not good. Come and follow Jesus. That you're firm in your faith, that you're not wavering on whether or not you can trust on God. Jesus, when he was about to go to the cross, he was like, God, I don't know. But it wasn't that he didn't trust in God. It's that... His, his his faith in God was firm, but he still had struggles and doubts. But in that, he still leaned on God and said, God, I trust you, even though it feels crazy right now. Life feels nuts. I'm about to go to this cross. This horrible thing is about to happen. I still trust you. Um, he was also strong spiritually, like I said, in the desert, being tempted. When the Pharisees came at him, he didn't just waver and give in. He was strong spiritually and morally. And then also everything he did was in love, that when he rebuked people, it was in love. When he sat with people around a table and was at a party, he was loving. Um, he was the kind of person that people love to be around um, because he was and is the embodiment of love. And that is what we're called to be as kingdom men. So when you're sitting there thinking, what does Aiden think a man of God is and what it means to be a kingdom man? Those are the things. Um, I think that verse is super helpful. Of course, there are all kinds of other verses I could have gone into but I find that super, super helpful. And it's been helpful for me to kind of check my own heart and check where I'm at because I'm not a perfect dude. <laughs> That's the funny thing about making this podcast too is it's like it's not like I'm a perfect guy who's got my life together. I don't. Um, but but I, I want to bring you resources and be able to help you and, and, and be the podcast that I wish I had um, when, when, when I was trying to figure and sort this stuff out. And still I'm trying to figure and sort this stuff out. And so hopefully it's helpful to you. Next. The accusations. <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, it is shocking, actually. I don't know. Um, I have never received this much. And I've done some like hot topic stuff. I have never received the amount of backlash or like side comments or heard the gossip about starting this like I have for anything I've done with this stuff. And I don't know how to respond to it. It's really bizarre. Um, and it's just so interesting to me because I think we're in a society where we can all agree that men are dropping the ball in an incredible way, whether it's through laziness, whether it's through abuse, whether it's through um, not actually being people who can be relied on, whether it is you name it. I think that everyone can agree that men in 2022 are dropping the ball in massive, massive ways. And so to create a resource to kind of help dudes, you think that people would be all about it, but there are so many, there's so much backlash that it's, it's actually kind of mind boggling where it's either we sit around and complain that men suck, but we also don't want to create resources to help men get better. Like it doesn't even make sense to me, but I'm going to address some of the main ones I've heard. And these are real things I've heard and real things that have either been said to me or that have been said through the grapevine that I've heard that people have said about what we're doing here. And I just wanted to address it so that I did address it. Not because I want to fight or whatever, but because I want to say, Hey, I hear your concern. I want to address it. Here's my response to maybe some of the things 
that either people are going to say to you who listen to this podcast that people have said about me or to people who are maybe listening because they want to get angry about this. I want to provide you with some responses for, for maybe if you just think about it. So um, accusation number one, men don't need their own podcast or resources. We are the same, meaning that this is coming from like a female voice where men don't need their own places or spaces to sort through what it means to be a follower of Jesus because men and women are the same. Um, this just isn't true. <laughs> like, like, don't get me wrong. There's lots of overlap between men and women and how we follow Jesus. But all it takes is to look at some statistics of the differences between men and women that you would quickly begin to realize that we are not the same, that there are very different deep struggles that happen in men with testosterone that do not happen in women with estrogen. We are wired differently. Our brains are different. Our chemistry is literally different. And that gives us different and unique struggles that need to be addressed and, and talked about. Um, and, and again, there's lots of overlap between the genders, and 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 but there's also lots that, that doesn't overlap that are unique struggles that most men face. And that's the thing, is it's not that there aren't women who don't face this. Um, it's just that statistically, more men are struggling with these things than women. And also statistically, women have their own things they're struggling with that most men don't. Um, that that they both have unique things and challenges that they're facing um, that need to be addressed. And and if this is the case, like if, if if the case was that men and women are the same, they don't they don't need their own stuff. I would also like just propose then why are women like Sadie Robertson or Jenny Allen like blowing up with females? And like seeing huge revivals and crazy things take place with women when they're actually addressing issues that women go through, um, why why would that be happening if if they can just go to I don't know just a normal thing where everybody is talking about the same like why is it when they go to a specific conference that's specific to them that they're having these questions and and answers or these questions addressed with answers that they haven't been getting from maybe male pastors or whatever. I would say the answer is because there's clearly there's a difference and there are certain struggles that women are going through that need to be addressed and in the same way. There are certain struggles that I believe that, that men need addressing. Um, and so the accusation of men don't need their own podcast or resources were the same. I would just say that, like, I don't think you actually believe that deep down and, and uh, the statistics don't back that up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Fight the statistics. Don't fight me. Um, accusation number two, separating the genders promotes toxic masculinity. Um, my response to this one is it can, but it doesn't have to. Um, and having platforms for both men and women, we need to make sure that they're actually helping men and women and toxic masculinity doesn't do that. So if I'm making a platform like this podcast where I want to help men, um, the way to do that isn't by giving them or selling them a brand of toxic masculinity. And for those dudes who are hearing this and they're like so sick of hearing about this, let's just be honest though, that like, like, let's just look at some of the things. I don't care if you guys don't like that. I call these people out. Andrew Tate, super corrupt, messed up dude, full on toxic masculinity, horribly abusive to women. Um, not a cool dude. Um, Mark Driscoll, he was huge with us guys. Uh, and I think in reflection, we can notice that we put up with a lot of crazy things he said that were really wrong. 
that were toxic that we didn't call out. Um, and so I think that this is a fair concern because history has shown that sometimes men in trying to find their own resources have such a huge backlash that they listen to people who are super corrupt and, and, and that's wrong. And so I think that that can be an issue, but it doesn't have to be. And our goal of this isn't to create another platform for toxic masculinity to reign and for me to say crazy things and horrible things about women or whatever that 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 put people down and actually don't lead them to be a kingdom person. That that's why this is this isn't just a men's podcast and whatever I think men is. This is about becoming a kingdom man and who God thinks they are. Um and I also want to say that with that, um kingdom men value female voices. <laughs> like the problem with a lot of those guys is they never listen to women. That they never listen to what women are going through, how women feel, which I think is crazy because a lot of the issues men face is some of them are like how they treat women. And so to not have a woman's perspective to be like, how is what, how has what we have done made you feel? And let's talk about that is, it's ridiculous. So on this podcast, it's not just going to be a men's only club. As far as guests go, we are going to have females come on who are going to help challenge you and push you men to be better to be kingdom men. <laughs> I've already got it planned. So, and the reason for that is that we need to hear female voices that our sisters in Christ are super legit and awesome. And if we never listen to them, if we never hear their side of the story, we're going to miss out on 50% of God's people. That's silliness. And, and that will create a, a space that doesn't necessarily have to be this, but but it, it is easier to develop a toxic masculinity when you shut out all the voices of your sisters um, in Jesus and you just don't listen to them. So needless to say, I don't think that separating the genders promotes toxic masculinity, just like I don't think separating the genders uh, like promotes toxic femininity, which I also think is a thing that people don't really talk about. Um and I think that one of the ways we're going to make sure that we don't do that is by listening to females, by letting them have input, um, and by also making sure that we aren't saying whack, crazy things, that we're actually lining ourselves up with Jesus and who he is and who he's called us to be. So that's my response to that. Number three, men have tons of resources if they want it. <sighs> true and untrue. <laughs> um, there are tons of resources for dudes, yes. Like, it's not like these things don't exist. Um, but if we're honest, there is far more for females right now than there are males when it comes to Christian stuff. And I know it's like, what? But the reason for that is usually typically is that men aren't the like pushers of Christian media, which is kind of crazy. They're not the people who like spend the money on it and promote it. So naturally, if you're a company making Christian stuff, you need to, at the end of the day, also make money as much as you care about like making stuff that helps people follow Jesus, you also need to make money at the end of the day to be able to continue to do that. And so it's just more common because women are often more just statistically the buyers of Christian media, that there are more books directed towards females. There are more podcasts. There is more music. Come on, guys. <laughs> you could admit that a lot of the music is leading toward um, more feminine tastes than, than, than what dudes are usually into. Uh, etc. So while there is a ton of resources and podcasts and sermons and books, whatever, there also is far more weighing currently on the female side. And also, I see this like churches where when people plant churches, one thing I often hear is 
some Christians say, well, we don't need another church in this city because we have so many churches already. That's some wacky thinking. Until every city has enough seats in the churches that are there that you could fit the entire city into all of the church buildings, we don't have enough churches. That, that, that until that happens, we do not have enough churches because we actually can't physically hold all the people we're supposed to be reaching. And in the same way, when it comes to men's resources, until all men are healthy and doing great, we don't have enough men's resources that, 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 that we need to keep pumping stuff out and giving guys tools to actually become the people God has called them to be. And until that, that mission is accomplished, which it won't be until Jesus comes back, we're not done doing this stuff. Um, so uh, uh, I, I, I would say that, that the whole idea that men have tons of resources if they want it so we don't need another one, I just, I just don't agree. Maybe we just don't see that the same way. And that's okay. Uh, I just I just don't think that's a fair claim to make. Um, number four, not all men are the same, so it's impo- impossible to make a resource for all men. Uh, this is true. Not all men are the same. They're super different. They're all unique. Some men, uh, like myself, if I had to pick what I'm going to do today, I like just like making my coffee, sitting down, reading my Bible. Everything's quiet, chilling, staying inside. Um, not that I don't like going outdoors, but naturally I'm just inclined to be a more inside person. I enjoy video games. I enjoy art and music and all those things. And other dudes are like my brother where he goes out and he works with his hands and he's got all kinds of like messed up hands that mine aren't like, cause I work like a desk job. So my hands are super soft and nice. And I don't, other than working out, I don't want to do a lot of hard work and he's working hard all day. Um, he's going fishing also in his free time. He wants to go hiking. He wants to be outside. And so we're just different. Um, but statistically, even though me and my brother are different, we naturally, and even in conversation struggle with very similar things that maybe we don't struggle with all the same things, but there's a lot of overlap. And, and, and where you see this too, is every time I get a group of guys together and they get vulnerable enough, which is a rare thing to begin talking about their struggles, they're almost all going through the same thing. And just none of them are talking about it um, because of the way our brains are wired, because of the way culture um, is currently, that it's also built to um, raise up uh, often men in a certain way with certain struggles um, that maybe like 100 years ago, we'd have different struggles uh, with our brain wiring. And so even though men are all different and unique and designed by God, they also... Um, all are facing similar challenges and temptations and struggles just due to our brain wiring, due to society, due to et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe not all dudes struggle with the same things, but all dudes do often face at different periods in their life, very similar struggles. Um, like, and, and, and so I think it's an important thing for us to, um, be able to to make resources for resources for that and of course there are always outliers um it, it's kind of like this where it's like you know people who can just eat like a ton of junk and never gain weight um but the truth is that like 90 percent of us are not those people <laughs> and just because there is one guy you know who can eat pizza every day and somehow he is still like fit and okay doesn't mean that we go and well, that means we don't need any diet plans or workout plans for anybody because not every diet and workout plan works for everybody that some people can just eat whatever they want. It doesn't matter. It's like that doesn't make any sense that just because there are outliers, 
to to the to the like statistical norms doesn't mean that we just throw away diet plans, meal plans, workout plans because we know of a few people who can just eat whatever they want and still be jacked. Like, and in the same way, it's kind of like this that we don't throw out resources for men or whoever just because there are outliers who don't struggle with a lot of the same things that men usually struggle with. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and we do need to acknowledge that we're all unique. And also be able to acknowledge that there are common struggles that a lot of guys face. Whew. Number four. Number five. And the last one. Um, it's just the response that, well, women need resources too. To which I say yes and amen. Um, I actually follow a ton of women resources and podcasts because I find them helpful and want to hear faith from a female's perspective and what they're going through. Um, I just find it helpful because they think about things in a different way. And also to recognize that I've got women in my life. I've got a fiance. I've got a mother, obviously. I am a youth pastor, so I've got these youth. And to, it's helpful to know what are women struggling with today and, and just to be aware of that. Um, so, yes, I agree. Women need resources, too. Yes and amen. Um, I can't do that podcast. <laughs> it, it'd be like me running a podcast on like Frozen and how awesome Frozen is and how Frozen is the greatest movie of all time. I can't run that podcast because I am not a Frozen fan. I don't like Frozen. I've only seen it once. I can't speak into Frozen, the movie. And so I, I'm i not someone who can actually make that podcast. And in the same way, I'm a dude. I, I, I agree with you that there need to be resources for women and and more resources for women i can't i can't do anything about that <laughs> i can't speak into the the struggles of a woman and what women usually go through because that's just not my experience i'm not able to do that god has uniquely gifted me as a dude to where i can i can serve this population of the earth um where where when it comes to speaking about issues men go through that's something i can do when it comes to speaking about issues women can go through i mean i could fake it for a bit uh but i'd run out of material after like very quickly <laughs> so it's just not something that I, that i can do and i and i hope um women find places where they can be equipped encouraged um and and, and pushed in their faith and 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 if you want to start a podcast called kingdom women Go for it. Uh, you have my blessing. Uh, I don't know if I'll affiliate with everything you say, maybe, <laughs> but, but, but you can go for it and make it. Um, I just, I personally can't do that, and I'm not in the place where I could hire someone to do that for you. I would love to, um, but uh, this podcast doesn't make me enough money yet for me to do something like that, but maybe one day that would be pretty cool. Um, and for women, too, um, if you're looking for stuff like this, there are a lot of podcasts that are great. There's uh, like, Whoa, that's good with Sadie Robertson. That's a great podcast. Um, there's made for this with Jenny Allen. She's super awesome. Runs like a crazy women's conference. Um, and, and is, is really someone I respect a lot. Um, both of those ladies actually are super awesome. There's devoted from Athey Creek, um, which is uh, a, a podcast. I think they even post daily. It's, it's Athey Creeks. It's like a church in, in Portland. We interview Joey and I interviewed Joey, um, in who's the worship pastor there, um, from that church. And so they've got a podcast, um, that's, it's pretty legit. That's, that's devoted, <laughs> um, to helping women. And there's like, that sounds fun. Um, uh, 
and and with NEF downs, which is a huge big part. Like there's lots of resources um, where women are speaking to issues and speaking to particular things, and often speaking to women um, on on the different struggles that that you guys can find um, if you're looking for something like this. I just can't make that myself because I'm a dude, so I'm just not like able to. <laughs> So I'm sorry to disappoint. Um, but with that being said, I hope that 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 this like little early bonus episode before we dive into things helps you kind of hear my heart, helps you kind of understand the podcast, helps you understand like for me when I look at what becoming a kingdom man is, what it is, addressing some of the frequently asked uh, questions or accusations that I've heard just because I wanted to address it. Because one, um, like I wanted to address it just so that it was addressed, but two, also there's a part of me that like just gets frustrated and needed to rant about it and like publicly have it somewhere so that people could hear why I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And the logic in some of these accusations is bad. Um, and then also for you too, just to be aware, like some people on this podcast are going to say some things that you might disagree with. Uh, guess what? They also say things that I disagree with as well. <laughs> so <laughs> just because I'm publishing something someone says doesn't mean I agree with everything that person says or does or has done in their ministry or says in their ministry. It feels like that should go without saying, but in today's society, it doesn't always. And I also just hope that we get to a place where as Christians, we can recognize that whatever podcast we listen to or preachers we listen to or whatever, whoever is in our friend groups or small groups, that we could recognize that not everybody has to agree with every single thing that we believe um, in order to have an impact on us, that actually we as followers of Jesus um, have a very few things that we hold closely with a closed hand, and there are a lot of things that we can open open our hands to or have a loose hand to. And, and it would be a shame if as followers of Jesus we didn't let other brothers and sisters speak to us because of a minor issue of theological difference or thing they said that we didn't like. And we close ourselves off from all the, the knowledge and wisdom and, and, and gifts that God has given that person because of one thing we didn't like that they said, um, how pitiful that would be for us where we would choose to just be malnourished of the incredible resources God has given us in his people. Um, so that being said, I'm super pumped to dive into this podcast. Again, if you don't know, we also have another podcast that's about to launch called Kingdom Citizens, where it's daily devos. So if you are wanting something that's like five to 10 minutes, where it's just reading a chunk of scripture, just chatting about it quick, and then having a prayer, um, if that's something that you want in your life that you'd find helpful to listen to daily, it'll be like Monday to Friday. Um, I encourage you to go subscribe to that as well. I'm hoping that it helps equip you guys, help you guys, help you stay in the word, help you be able to have an encounter with God daily that even if it's five to 10 minutes with me, that, that you get some kind of, of uh, nourishment spiritually. <laughs> that's, that's a Christian way of putting it from that. But with that said, guys, appreciate you. Love you all. Looking forward to diving into this journey together. Pumped about it. We'll see you very, very soon with our first interview.